Our ears and appendage. That's not generally the body part that I think of when people say appendage. Hey everyone, welcome to the Bears and Brews podcast. This is the first episode in our microbrewing series. Where we'll answer your questions and delve into some shorter topics. I'm really excited to do these because we have actually been getting quite a few questions. <laughs> and there's also, there's so much stuff that I want to talk about where, you know, that maybe isn't enough for a full episode or, you know, I really want to um, kind of specify and call it out. All right. So before we get started, I just want to give a shout out to Jody from the Knowledgeable Provider podcast. She is a nurse practitioner and she has helped us come up with the name Microbrewin. So we really appreciate that. Check out her podcast, Knowledgeable Provider. So I know this is a mini-sode, but I am drinking something today. <laughs> um, are you? Uh, I had some water earlier. Does that count? <laughs> Well, it kind of does because we are we are recording this actually in the middle of the day. But because I am working today, I am just drinking a LaCroix. You know, every now and then you just want a fizzy little drink. And I, I don't always want to be alcohol, especially in the middle of the workday. And, you know, I don't always want soda. So I'm trying to learn to enjoy LaCroix. Oh, yeah. I, I should I should learn too as well. But this is the raspberry cranberry one, and it's actually pretty good. So, and their lime one is pretty good too. I, the outdoor set really loves their LaCroix. So, I need to blend <laughs> in and uh, get used to these. <laughs> <laughs> so, these are going to be shorter episodes, just kind of addressing some of the different questions that we get. They're not going to be all bear related, even though today's mostly are. Um, how, how are our questions? Do we get lots of dumb questions? the good questions no we got lots of really good questions so far um so we're gonna are they all about like in sync and joey fatone um i'm surprised at the lack of questions we got about that actually i'm d disappointed <laughs> i guess is a better way to say it <laughs> um all right well let's just jump right in um so I've talked previously about being a big football fan and loving the Chicago Bears, even though we suck and have pretty much always sucked. Uh, <laughs> question number one comes from your partner, David, and he says, what's the actual population of bears in Chicago? <laughs> so I'm going to let you. So uh. you had said before that you want to try to answer the questions first. So what do you, what do you think? You say try to answer the questions. Like I'm not going to succeed at answering the questions. Well, you're answering them. So they're just for stuff. I just like to say they're going to be wrong. <laughs> they're just going to be wrong. Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate, you know, I really appreciate your um, confidence in me. I like that. Uh, and I appreciate that you're so, you're so focused on my answers that you're on your phone right now. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm making sure. All right. I want to get my facts straight because I'm all about the facts. So I'm making sure that one of these numbers is indeed in Chicago. So 
Um, so like, hey Siri, how many bears? No, actually, I had to really research and find out. So, mm -hmm. research, yeah. All right. So how? So just Chicago. How many bears? What's the population of bears in Chicago? And we're not talking about, you know, if we're adding in the team, what NFL teams are fifty three, fifty three on the oh, roster. So like we're counting people as bears or I, I just, I want to start this off by saying, um, David is a smart ass. So his question is a smart ass question. God, no wonder and you I'm guys not... get along so well. <laughs> no, we, we, we aren't counting humans. We are just counting ursine. So bear species, but so we're not counting the 53 man roster. Can we count like their mascot? No, and we're also not counting the Chicago Cubs. Oh, Bear Cubs? Is that what they Oh my god, I never knew that. Good lord. <laughs> Can I just say of all of the dumb things that I haven't known, you looked the most shocked right then. I didn't even know they're in Chicago. I don't I don't fucking know, man. I don't have time for whatever sport that is. Ice skating? I don't know what they do. It's baseball. They're one of the original baseball teams. I'm as as not like a knowledgeable sports person. I have no idea. That's fine. This isn't a sports podcast, so that's okay. <laughs> Apparently, it is now. So, thanks, David. So, I feel like in Chicago, like Chicago metropolitan area, not really. I don't even know. I'm assuming that there probably are some black bears in Illinois, but I can't imagine that they're really hanging out, going to bars and partying and shit and nice restaurants in chicago or whatever cool people in chicago do uh so i i'm gonna say none but i also feel like if it was none you would have maybe hinted at that and made a face like you're maybe you're kind of making a face right now it's just a, it's just a smug face because i've researched the answer um did wikipedia tell you or was it i literally had to research this so fuck off <laughs> uh 10 um no i don't know okay Zero. Okay, I'm going to go with zero. Final, final answer. All right. So the question is population of bears in Chicago. He didn't specify wild or captive. So oh. in the city limits, there are two black bears in the Chicago city limits. Now, in Illinois as a whole, there's actually no permanent black bear population. Oh, okay. It's one of the few, few states that doesn't have... So the fuck, why did Illinois decide that their mascots for like their professional sports teams would be bears when they literally are like one of the few states in that area that doesn't have bears, right? Because like- It seems like, a little stupid. <laughs> well, hold your tongue before I finish. Sorry. Um, <laughs> because Sorry, like, Illinois. <laughs> because just like everything else, there used to be and humans fucking eradicated them. So there used oh, to be bear. It's like why a grizzly bear is on California's state flag, right? Like there used to be black bears in Chicago mm. and questionably grizzlies. They went as far east as like the Midwest-ish. So, Possibly. you know, one could argue maybe back in the day, but mm. there are black bears who kind of wander through, um, but there's no known popula permanent population of them in Illinois at all. So it's like if my middle school's mascot was like a woolly mammoth yeah, or something. Well, woolly mammoths didn't die out that long ago, you know, like 10,000 years. Well, apparently neither did black bears in Illinois or I don't know. Okay, so I got that one right. Um, so I think we can safely move on to 
the next question. Well, I'm not quite done yet. So <laughs> if we're looking at the city limits, there's two. There's two black bears. But if we're looking at the metropolitan area, there's five total bears. So there's two black bears at the Lincoln Park Zoo and then the Brookfield Zoo in Naperville, which is just west of Chicago, has two grizzlies and a polar bear. Aww. So you could say that that area has every species of North American bear. You could, but should you? <laughs> no, no, you should not. All right, let's move on. Our friend Marissa sent this and she really wanted me to cover it. There's a meme that has little bears and their ears, their brown bears. And it says, if bears are dangerous, then explain this. Because they're cute. They're fuzzy, like rounded little nubby ears. I love that. I, I thought of that too. I love that she sent that. Oh, they're so cute. I want to like pinch them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that just seems rude. No, um, I want to pet them and like give them like, like ear scratches. Like I don't know why you go around pinching animals. Well, maybe it's St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> so can you explain that? Is it that they're so cute that they want to like lure us in to, you know, give them little ear scratches and like pet their cute fuzzy ears and so that we have our guard down? Is it like a defense mechanism? No, that is not the correct answer. I'm sorry. You can just answer it. I'm, I have no good answer for that one. I can't explain why they're so cute yet dangerous, but I can explain why they have those little tiny ears. So where brown bears live, it gets really fucking cold. <laughs> and when animals live in really cold areas, it just makes more sense to have everything smaller and closer to their bodies, right? Because it's not going to have as much um, of that that heat, heat loss, loss through blood flow. So that's oh, yeah. why their ears are tiny and cute. So like less surface area, less heat loss through whatever process that is. Well, yeah, just through the regular vascular blood flow. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it is a cute meme though. And it's adorable. I love it. I mean, who doesn't love little bear ears? I mean, there's a national monument named after them. <laughs> When I uh, came across that, like, um, I don't know, a month ago or whatever, I immediately sent it to you and was like, explain this. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what Marissa did. She sent it and she's like, I need you to go over this on the podcast. <laughs> um, all right. So Ashley wants to know, does bear spray work on other wildlife, mm. out lions, moose? That's a good question. Creepy men. Creepy men. Uh, yes, it works on creepy men. I'm going to say, I, I think, because I know pepper spray works on creepy men, like a good pepper spray. I don't know as far as mountain lions. I think it would be dependent on whether they're um, sensitive to capsaicin, probably. And I think there are some animals that aren't, but I don't know which ones. That's as good of an answer as I can think of. So I'm not. I've not heard of animals not being sensitive to capsaicin. Um, and another thing about bear spray versus pepper spray is a lot of the pepper sprays, like defensive pepper sprays that you get, they come out in like a stream. So you have to aim right and things like that. Bear spray comes out in a cloud and most cans have anywhere from like a six to nine second spray. Mm. And that's a long time to be spraying a cloud of pepper. Mm -hmm. I usually carry bear spray 
even if I'm just in black bear country, even though I'm not really worried about a black bear encounter, um, even if I'm somewhere where I don't think I'm going to see any kind of bears, I will usually carry it for moose, um, mountain lions, and humans. Um, there is some video of it being used on mountain lions. Uh, I would imagine, to your point, it would kind of depend on the situation. I think if an animal is, you know, I mean, there's times with bears that it doesn't work, right? There was a guy a few years ago outside of West Yellowstone that deployed two whole cans of bear spray, and he still unfortunately got killed by the bear. That was very situational. That was one of those times when you are in, you don't realize, but you're in the worst possible situation ever. It was a big boar in springtime just out of hibernation, and he had cached um a moose wasn't it yep yeah i remember reading about yeah he deployed two whole cans and you know when when the authorities went out there from a bunch of different like the sheriff's department fish and wildlife park service i think it was seven grown-ass men and the bear kept charging them over and over they had to they had to put it down on site because it i mean there's never been a bear attack when there's been a group of more than four people, four or more people that has stayed together, not split up. But this bear was just like, fuck it. And nobody smelled the carcass. They were 50 feet away and they did not smell this rotting carcass because the bears cache it so well mm. and cover it so well with dirt. So I always carry it regardless because I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts and I'm not <laughs> going to be somebody who goes missing on a trail. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really hike alone anyway, but. Took a precaution. Yeah. And I think when in doubt, I mean, if an animal, if a wild animal is coming at you, might as well, right? Like mm-hmm. it's not going to hurt unless it sprays back in your face because of the wind, then it can hurt. And I know that from experience, I have accidentally bear sprayed. <gasps> an entire cabin, the inside of it, as we were staying in it. Oh, gosh. Anecdotally, yes, it works on bears, mountain lions, bobcats, coyotes, wolf, although wolves don't really go after humans, Uh, moose, you know, elk, all sorts of things, deer, really anything, definitely humans. My ex also- (laughs) It works on your ex? (laughs) No, no, he accidentally bear sprayed him and his friend camping along the Snake River. Aww. He accidentally bear sprayed them and he said it was awful, <laughs> awful, awful. Um, when I was thinking of animals that aren't sensitive sensitive to it, I was thinking, I know some birds aren't. I don't know if it's birds in general, but unlikely that, you know, you'll get mauled by a robin. So that probably won't come up. All right. So, you know, to summarize that, It's not proven or marketed that it works on other mammals, but anecdotally, there's been plenty of stories where it has. And, you know, when in doubt, if a wild, if any kind of wildlife is coming after you, deploy that shit. And the big thing about bear spray is not only having it with you, but it has to be ready to go. If it's in your backpack, even if it's in like a cargo pocket on your pants, or if you have a backpack and you've got it in um, where you put like water bottles on the side, those little water bottle pockets. Like the side little pockets. 
Yeah, that's not even good enough. You need to be able to deploy that within a split second. So it really needs to be in like a holster on your chest or a belt holster or um, a scat belt that you got me. Um, and it, it needs to be ready and you need to practice. And you can actually get inert cans. So everything works. It just doesn't have the capsaicin. And so you can actually practice with it. Or you can take an expired can into the wilderness and practice with that. That's what I thought I was doing when I bear sprayed our entire cabin. So <laughs> be so careful. Don't, don't do it to a cabin full of friends, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a, probably a story for another day, but I was quite far away. And Yeah, anyway, when in doubt, take it, use it if you need to. Um, as somebody who has been bear sprayed, it sucks. But And I've also been maced by accident by my friend's husband. Are you sure it was an accident? I'm a little concerned. It was because they were a little bit ahead of us. Like he didn't even know we were behind him and stuff. And I kind of walked into it. But um, yeah, it does suck. But it's, you know, it's not like pulling out a gun and shooting somebody. You know, if, if you deploy it on an animal, you're much more likely to save your own life and that animal's life. All right. Last question for this episode. I'm really excited for you to answer this. Oh, no. <laughs> well, because we, talk, we talked about it in the moose episode a little. Oh, gosh. All right. It was like a test. Okay. Give it to me. So uh, our friend Ashley, she had two questions. She had the bear spray question, and then she wants to know if a dog or multiple dogs could scare off a black bear or a brown bear. Shit. Did we talk about – oh, well, we talked about like a dog. I, I know that a single dog – not really. Um, it seems to be more of a hazard from what we talked about. Um, you can correct me if that's wrong. I would guess that a group of dogs, not so much. I would think it would be more of um, like an agitation for the bear and therefore a hazard than like any sort of protective measure. Yeah, I think for the most part, a dog is... It, I mean, it really depends on the situation and the dog. I think for the most part, a, a dog is, is just going to piss it off. But if you have a lot of dogs or if you have, there's a breed of dog called a Karelian bear dog. And actually we need to do a whole episode on them. So Karelian bear dogs are literally bred to scare off black and brown bears and there's a place here in the Wind River, Wind River Karelian Bear Dogs, and they now have a branch in Alaska also where they actually provide these dogs to um, federal or state agencies. And it kind of they kind of haze the bears away. And they're very, very effective even with and, – and they're not even that big, but they're very effective even with brown bears. But those are very, you know, controlled situations – yeah, they're only 44 to 51 pounds. That's crazy. And they look adorable. Oh, they're so cute. So, you know, again, those are like, those are very controlled situations. Well, not necessarily controlled, but those are situations with wildlife professionals and specialized, very well-trained dogs. So mm -hmm. that being said, if I take my dogs or your dogs, right? Cause we, both of us have dogs. We're sorry. Both of us have hounds, uh, coon hounds. Mm -hmm. So between the two of us, we have five coon hounds. If I take them, you know, one of the things that 
our breed of dog in particular is bred for is black bear hunting. So if I'm in black bear country and I've got at least one of my dogs on a leash, I am not worried near as much personally because my dogs are on a leash. So they're not going to go piss it off and run it back to me. And with black bears in particular, because of their evolution, like we talked about before, they're more likely to run off and climb a tree, right? Now, grizzly country is different. I, I don't even take the dogs hiking in grizzly country because for a couple reasons, you know, I don't want them to antagonize a grizzly who, you know, millennia of DNA has told these grizzlies to, to physically neutralize threats. Um, I don't want my dog to antagonize them because even the best trained dogs to your point in the moose episode, even, you know, dogs that are really well trained, they might've never seen that type of animal before. And, and we, we can't predict how they're going to react. And so I don't take my dogs hiking when I go hiking in grizzly country, which is most of the places around us, right. Around where I live now. Um, and, and another reason I don't is if, God forbid, something did happen, I don't want my dogs to be loose running around the woods if something happens to me because of a bear or whatever. So for me, when I'm hiking in grizzly country, I leave I leave the dogs at home. And, you know, they don't know I'm out hiking and having a wonderful time. So they have no <laughs> idea that they're missing out. Tell them you're going to the vet and they'll just feel bad for you. They won't be right? jealous at all. So the answer to that question, Ashley, is yes and no, right? It's very situational dependent. It depends on the type of bear, um, the type of dog, and what the situation is. I think for the most part, a good rule of thumb is if you're hiking around in bear country, whether that's black bear or brown bear, don't let your dogs off leash. I know that's not a popular viewpoint, but as a former dog trainer and a big advocate for every type of person who wants to hike, including people who might be afraid of dogs or not a fan of stepping in your dog's shit. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in bear country, just don't let them off leash. Yeah, It's just a good rule of thumb. Well, that makes sense. I mean, you know, and you don't want to put them in any, any um, unnecessary danger, right? Right. And it's different if you're an actual houndsman, right? Like I know a few houndsmen um, in Utah and in Montana where their dogs are trained to track bears and put them up a tree and things like that. But just like with the Karelian bear dogs, that's a very specialized situation with, Mm -hmm. you know, special breeds of dog who have it in their DNA to do those things. That is what they do. Mm-hmm. And so it is, it is quite a different scenario than just like going hiking with your border collie. <laughs> All right. So that about wraps up the questions for today. Um, please email us or hit us up on Instagram or Facebook. If you have any questions that you want answered, um, bears and bruise podcast at gmail.com or just bears and bruise podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Bye everyone. Thanks for listening.